Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing number one for you of the We Best Love series, episode seven, the final episode regarding the breakup. In this episode, Gao Shidi ends up coming to America with his mom, and he's dealing with the fact that when he got off the plane with his mom, there was some hospital issues. So he writes Zhao Shui rather late that he was unable to text or message or email because of some issues that came up. Well, as this episode progresses, Gao Shidi continues to not be coming back from America. And what you find out in the next series, and big spoiler alert here, but the issue was is that when Gao Shidi landed with, with his mom, he found out that she was pregnant and very, very sick. So for the next two years, he stayed there with his mom and stepdad to be with them and to help take care of his mom and the baby and his mom and his company during those two years. He did not tell Zhao Shui that that's what happened because he didn't want Zhao Shui to think he was complaining about the situation. I don't know why, but you know, I get Gao Shidi here because I can totally see sitting there going, I don't want someone thinking I'm complaining about taking care of my mom or my baby brother or my stepdad and the business, and so I'm just not going to say anything. It's a stupid situation to get your head in, but I totally do get it. And so Gao Shidi doesn't tell him what happened. At the end of the day, Zhao Shui comes about a year later and is walking up the sidewalk getting ready to meet Gao Shidi when he comes upon Gao Shidi holding a very small infant and being fed cake by a very um, attractive young woman. And so Zhao Shui jumps at the conclusion that Zhao Shui must have gotten married in this past year, had a baby, and so he doesn't even go and see Gao Shidi. He just turns, angrily walks away, and ends up back in Taiwan, completely brokenhearted, ripping off his bracelet, and completely beside himself thinking, Gao Shidi left me for this other person and already has a kid and a family and didn't even care enough to tell me that that's what happened. And, you know, I think it's those moments of courage when if you're in a situation like Zhao Shu's and you do walk up, you don't stop and you say, what's going on? Because if he had done that, he would have found out that that was his Gao Shidi's stepsister and baby brother. So, you know, but he didn't do that. And it's those moments that we sit there and think, oh, it's this one way, and honestly, it could be a completely different story. And I think this is one of the saddest scenes in this whole series, is the moment when Zhao Shui just turns and walks away. And, you know, it's a completely understandable knee-jerk reaction. You see the person that you care about with another person, and you're going, they didn't even give a hoot to call and tell me that this is what happened. But at the same time, what a different story this whole thing would have been if Zhao Shui had maybe worked up the courage to go ahead and walk a little further and meet Gao Shidi and find out what really happened. And then we wouldn't have had the five years of silence. And you know, those are only five years. I totally get that. But 
even one second away from the people we care about for stupid reasons is one second away from the people we care about for stupid reasons. And, you know, sometimes it can't be helped. Sometimes there are really good reasons that you're not around the people you care about. But in this case, it was completely avoidable if Zhao Shui had just walked a little further when he didn't want to. And, you know, I totally get it, but it's one of the saddest scenes in this whole series. And it makes me go, every time I see it, because, like, man, if you'd have just stood there long enough to find out what was really going on, you wouldn't have spent five years angry, hurt, and feeling terrible about life when your supposition wasn't correct in the first place. And I think it's a really, really sad ending. But anyway, that is the end of number one for you. We also have a brief moment with Pei Shi, where this bartender is telling him that he's an emotionless human being that's on the verge of a breakdown mentally because he doesn't have emotion. And it's at that point that Pei Shi looks at him and goes, you know, when people are like Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui over there and they're happy and in love, they have extreme dopamine levels. The brain makes it so that they're not really as rational as they would be without that dopamine. And he said, you know, it's not that part of the story that's difficult. It's the part when, you know, it's not the breakup even that's difficult. What the part is that's difficult about relationships is when one party has to let go of another, not because they fell out of love, but because something happened. And I think it's at that moment that you really do get a sense of who Pei is. Because, you know, everyone says, oh, he has an affective disorder. Which, yes, it's entirely true. He doesn't handle emotions the same as other people do. But the thing is, is that one little brief moment where he's talking with that bartender, you get a glimpse into what really is going on with Pei and the issue is, is he had to let go of someone because it was the only rational thing he could think to do. And when he did that, it made him even more have issues with relating to other people than he did initially. And so it really gives you a good glance at what happened to Pei Also in the episode, I believe right before this, Pei is coming across the college yard and the kid who he liked and who liked him is walking into the college and they just miss each other in that scene. Now, if they'd met in that scene, do I think they would have been back, you know, the way that they both maybe wanted to be? No, I don't think so at all because Pei is Pei and would have fought that tooth and nail as he does in season two of Fighting Mr. Second. But still, they would have fought it tooth and nail and had it out five years before they did, which maybe would have been healthier for both parties, whether you're talking about Pei or the chief technical officer. I'm just saying they would have worked that out of their system and been okay five years before. So anyway, instead of keeping that all inside, and as Meg Ryan says in, I don't remember what 90s movie, but fester, fester, fester. I mean, you know, it's better to just get it out. And as Vala says, you know, I don't really agree with Vala in starting on this, but I have laughed about it a time or two and go, you know, when Vala said throw two people in a hole and see who wins, I don't really agree with that. But it might be better alternative than sitting there and letting things fester and stew. Or maybe just have them sit at a table and nicely discuss it over a cuppa. But anyway, 
that is my review of the final episode of We Best Love, number one for you, episode seven. You can definitely check this out on WeTV Tencent video app. And I would again give this series over and all an absolute Tim, which I never do. But this is an amazing series. Definitely check it out. Check it at the round table. Bye.